It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From the banks of the Charles River. This is Reporters Roundup, bringing you the stories making news right now on WBZ News Radio 1030. WBZ News Time 12:30, nine degrees in Boston, and good afternoon. I'm Rod Fritz, WBZ News. Welcome to Reporters Roundup on this Thursday, December 28th, 2017. Here are the stories making news right now. I'm meteorologist Danielle Niles. A bitter blast of Arctic air and brutal wind chill values. How long it will last. We've, We've got, got some, some cold weather, weather stories. I'm Ben Parker. I'm Carl Stevens. And I'm Rod Fritz. I'm Bernice Carpoos at Logan Airport, where people are traveling to warmer climate to escape this miserably cold weather. Celtics and Bruins coming off winds last night. They're both back at it tonight. Plus drama coming out of Pittsburgh. I'm Adam Kaufman. This has been one of the worst and most expensive years for weather disasters. I'm Tracy Jonke for Bloomberg Business. WBC News Time 1231. This portion of the news brought to you by Toyota's official website for deals. Buyatoyota.com. Yeah, we're stuck right smack dab in the middle of some of the coldest weather we've seen around these parts in years. And yes, there is a lot of ice out there. Joining us on Reporters Roundup, WBZ-TV, meteorologist Danielle Niles. And Danielle, it's cold out there. It's brutal out there. We're talking about temperatures, record cold highs today in Boston. The old record cold temperature to beat is 18. I think we'll have no problem doing that. Same for Worcester. It's going to be in the single digits today, and that's without the wind factored in. Now, this is not unusual here in New England, is it? I mean, it's not unusual, but this stretch is going to be a pretty long duration by our standards. In fact, if Boston is 20 degrees or less for six consecutive days in a row, that would be the coldest stretch we've had in nearly a century. Well, like I think 1917 was the last time it 100 was. years i mean this has been a while so and i was not around then by the way just <laughs> no in way. case you were wondering of course not i know uh temperatures today will be in the teens and single digits like i mentioned but with the wind factored in sub-zero wind chill values through the day through overnight tonight the wind will be a little bit less tomorrow so wind chill values in the single digits um it's gonna be brutal just want to let you know for the ball drop forecast at midnight i know a lot of people have right. you know celebrations planned it's gonna be bad 10 to 20 below zero wind chill values well the other thing too is sunday afternoon we have the patriots home game with the jets uh, the wind chill is going to be around zero for the pats game so like classic hardy new englanders we're gonna have to layer up you know hand foot warmers the real deal is there light stuff. at the end of the tunnel uh not really no, <laughs> there, there will be eventually. Yeah, in June. There, there are some signs this, you know, real Arctic air will relent a little bit through the middle of January, but it does look like a record cold start to 2018 with temperatures only in the teens for several days in a row. Um, no big storms right now, although Saturday night there may be a little bit of accumulating snow along the south coast. Doesn't look like anything significant, but we'll keep you posted on the track of that. You're listening to Reporters Roundup on WBZ, and you know this year has been one wicked year for wacky and devastating weather. As you know, we're stuck in a deep freeze now around these parts, but around the country we've had hurricanes, wildfires, earthquakes, tornadoes, and more. 
at a cost of $175 billion. Joining us now from Bloomberg Business, Tracy Junkie. So who pays for all of Mother Nature's disasters here, Tracy? We all do, in a way, Rod. Insurance companies have picked up about half the tab this year. The rest is covered by taxpayers in the form of government assistance and also out of pocket if you are unlucky enough to be in the path of one of these many weather events. There have been 15 events this year, uh, each costing a billion dollars or more. That's one short of the record 16 in 2011. That does not include the Southern California wildfires. The damage from those is still being counted. And those are just the headline grabbers. New England's had its share of unusual weather, like the warm spell that sent temperatures to a record 72 degrees in Burlington, Vermont, one day in February. It also spawned a tornado in western Massachusetts that damaged several homes and other buildings, Rod. Most folks have insurance or not? Well, most folks have homeowner's insurance, mm-hmm. but it doesn't cover everything. No. You know, you have to have special flood insurance. And, and again, so, in you know, you're not expecting necessarily a tornado to hit to <laughs> Western Mass no. in February. Absolutely not. Tracy Johnkey at Bloomberg Business. Thank you, Tracy. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I gotta go away. Baby, it's cold outside. Well, the persistent cold weather is creating a lot of challenges for a lot of people out there. WBZ covering the story from a number of different angles on the Ring Central news line with me now. Reporters Ben Parker and Carl Stevens. And Ben, let's start with you because you talked uh, today with Boston Mayor Marty Walsh. Obviously, you talked about the cold and what they're doing here. Yeah, and What no, did he say? Well, and no major problems in the city, Rod. Uh, the mayor says he's asking people to keep an eye on their neighbors, especially the older and the disabled. It is extremely cold. He's asking people to dress in layers, watch out for hypothermia and frostbite. They're also watching the homeless, keeping an eye mm-hmm. out for those who won't come in. They've been bringing soup and blankets to those who are on the streets and telling people to call 911 if they see somebody who's homeless, who seems right. disoriented out there in the cold. And Carl, uh, we have to remember the pets, too. Too, because yeah. uh, they are challenged in the cold weather as well. And you talked with the MSPCA about what we should do to take care of our pets in this cold weather. Rob Halpin from the MSPCA was very helpful in this respect. And some of the stuff he said, Rob, was pretty obvious. The first thing he said was, if you're walking the dog, keep those walks as short as possible. That makes perfect sense. I know this morning right. at 4.30, I just let the black lab out the door and he was back in a flash for breakfast. <laughs> so pets aren't stupid. Um, also, he pointed out that there's ice melt out and about and you want to clean that stuff off your dog's paws when you come back because that can be very irritating to the skin if you own cats just don't let them outside cats don't do well in the cold now another challenge during the cold weather is public transportation keolis ben what are they doing well, we spoke to uh, the spokesman for Keolis, Tori Mazzola. First of all, passenger safety, number one. They've yeah. made sure that the platforms are sanded and salted. The focus, he says, is on infrastructure. Track patrols went out to make sure there were no problems ahead of all this cold. They're pre-positioning teams in case something does happen in the cold. Some good news, Keolis says, 93% on-time performance in the last seven days. Uh, things went okay this morning, though there were a few issues. And by the way, the commuter rail, because it's going to be cold into the new year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, after 8 p.m. on New Year's Eve, will be free so folks can use that to get to and from, uh, hopefully, warmer. Now, what you don't want to happen is to lose your heat during uh, this cold snap that we're stuck in here right now. Carl, uh, what about the people who depend on fuel assistance? Some of them are in trouble. 
we heard from the CEO of Action for Boston Community Development, and he said it, they're in crisis mode, some families, because they get their grants in November. And usually it doesn't get this cold, maybe ever, but um, I- until January. But it's this cold now, and some of them are running out of heating fuel, and they don't have assistance to last much longer. So, he's, he, as I said, he's describing yeah. it as crisis mode. All right, listen, let's end on a more entertainment note here. Because, and note, did you catch that way I use that? Because, Ben, there is uh, news about the mighty, mighty Bostones. Yeah, hard to believe. More than 30 years ago, that band was founded in Boston, 1984, in fact. And Mayor Marty Walsh has proclaimed this day, Mighty, Mighty Bostones Day. Uh, the mayor, by the way, excited, he says, to recognize the band that's part of his generation. Uh, the Mighty Mighty Boston's hosting their 20th anniversary of the Hometown Throwdown, a concert series at the House of Blues. The mayor will give them the proclamation at their show tomorrow night. And a uh, big day for the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Over 30 years they've been doing their thing. In the meantime, uh, gentlemen, seriously, we do need to watch out for our neighbors uh, during this cold snap. Absolutely. The mayor made that clear when he talked to Ben this morning. We heard it from the folks at Pine Street Inn. Absolutely. On the Ring Central Newsline from the AceTicket.com Sports Studio here with WBZ's Adam Kaufman. we got a lot to cover today, so let's get Go. right to it. Mm-hmm. Celtics and Bruins last night and again tonight? Yeah, they both won last night and maybe again tonight. That'd be nice. Yeah, let's hope so. The Celtics this time are going to be at home after the Bruins won 5-1 last night against Ottawa. The Bees are going to be in Washington, but more on that in a second. As far as the Seas, they were able to have a, a wire-to-wire, albeit hard-fought victory in Charlotte. They're going to host Houston tonight at 8 o'clock, which is not going to be easy. We're talking about two of the top three teams in the standings in the entire NBA. And the Bruins. Like I said, they're in D.C. and that's not going to be easy. This is a Capitals team. Brayden Holtby just owns them. I mean, he hasn't lost to them in like a decade. The Caps have beaten them in 11 straight games, Rod. Time for that streak to end. Well, it is because the Bruins are playing their best hockey of the year. They've won five straight. They're 14-3-1 in their last 18 games. They're getting a little bit healthier. So yes, this is the time you would think hopefully to maybe put an end to that. You know, there's a new wine in Pittsburgh for the holidays. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I, was, I was wondering. It's bad, huh? You listen to these former James Harrison teammates now that he has decided to join the Patriots and what these guys have been saying in the locker room, whether it was Marquis Pouncey yesterday saying that he needs to admit the truth, that he requested his release, that he didn't want to be here, that he's erased his legacy. Another guy laughing when asked if Harrison was, was a role model, a mentor in the room. There were reports that he would fall asleep in meetings in a recliner in the video room or why there's a recliner in the video room. I don't even quite understand. Or you would let a teammate just sit in there and snore. You would think that would be a little bit disruptive. But even putting that aside, one guy was asked, Rod, how many secrets, how much he can help give Bill Belichick and the Patriots. He said, I don't know how many secrets about the playbook he could give them. I never saw him in meetings. All of the complaints, the bulletin board material that this team continues to give the Patriots. It's like I said to you yesterday, Rod, this AFC title matchup has to happen. We need to see these teams play in late January to determine who goes to the Super Bowl. Oh, indeed we do. Adam Kaufman, thank you. New Year's Eve, right around the corner. Sunday night, as a matter of fact. And as as always, New York's Times Square is going to be packed. Joining us on Reporters Roundup, ABC News crime and terrorism analyst Brad Garrett. And Brad, with lone wolves out there, the massacre we had in Las Vegas, terrorists driving into crowds, 
I would imagine that this year security is going to be its tightest ever in New York. Well, I mean, even on other years, think about the level of security NYPD and other agencies provide from the following to sealing manhole covers, to removing trash cans, to blocking the streets with heavy equipment, the cross streets primarily, to basically going through physical searches to get into the immediate area where they drop the ball. Uh, So you have all that going on. Then you add to that radiation detectors, uh, bomb-sniffing dogs, and now because of Las Vegas, you have the added potential issue of an elevated shooter. So NYPD and others are now placing officers in locations where that could potentially occur. So we're talking a lot of people. Now, the weather's going to be very, very cold on New Year's Eve, uh, not only in Boston, but in New York City as well. Does that hamper security operations at all? Well, I mean, obviously, agents and officers are human, and they get just as cold as everybody else. So, yeah, they're going to have to – what typically happens is they create some accommodation to letting people inside, outside. In other words, they're going to have to switch people out more regularly, perhaps, than they would, let's say, if it were 40 or 50 degrees outside. You know, the great thing is, over the years, it's always been great to go to New York City and watch the ball fall, and uh, we haven't had any incidents on New Year's Eve. Right. You know, it's if you were a person who was so inclined to launch one of these – lone actor uh, attacks, it would be sort of the last place you'd want to really try because the, the difficulty in pulling that off is just is obvious. Yeah. We got to get out of this place. It's so cold. Definitely one of those days when you just want to escape. Many people are doing so at Logan Airport. WBZ's Bernice Corpus joins us now on the Ring Central News Line from Logan. So, Bernice, are you going somewhere warm today? <laughs> I wish, yeah. Rod. I've been asking a number of travelers today if they could please take me with you somewhere warm. But so far, no takers here at Terminal C. Rod, it's really easy to pinpoint the travelers who are going somewhere warm versus those who are going somewhere cold. The warm weather travelers, as you can imagine, uh, they seem to take off their jackets almost immediately after they check in. And they also have bigger smiles, I think. I spoke to a couple from Nashua, New Hampshire, who said they were not happy when they first walked out of their house this morning. It was negative one up there uh, this morning. But uh, they said, you know, thankfully that misery was only short-lived because they're going to Naples and they call that place their happy place. A lot of people here are traveling to Florida, but I also found a couple who's traveling to India. Now, they couldn't stop smiling. They were almost giddy when I was I was asking them about this trip, and uh, they told me they're looking forward to walk around outdoors without having to put on so many layers of clothing, Rod. Oh, for sure. By the way, it's 78 degrees right now in Miami, Bernice, and uh, I feel sorry for anyone heading to Chicago. <laughs> Chicago's a great city, but not this time of year. Any issues with Logan related to the cold? Well, knock on wood, so far there are no weather-related issues here. There's only one uh, canceled flight here at Terminal C. A spokesperson for Logan told me that uh, the issue there is not weather-related. But, Rod, a number of people arriving here are not happy with this weather. As you can imagine, some people coming from Florida not happy to step out into the curb. Well, I guess they booked the wrong time of the year. (laughs) And, Bernice, if we don't see you back here in the uh, radio station at WBZ, I guess we know where you went. 
Florida. Have a nice trip. (laughs) (laughs) She only wishes she's not really going. Bernice, thank you. Reporters Roundup on this Thursday, December 28th, 2017 is in the books. Jay Bersali is over in master control today. Susan Sauceville is the editor, and I'm Rod Fritz. And if you missed any part of Reporters Roundup, log on to WBZ1030.com and check the podcast. We're all there. It's a full encyclopedia. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.